Thank you for listening to this training audio. We hope it inspires and equips you. This recording is by Dr. Sam Johnson, titled Belonging is the Key to Times of Change, from the Step-by-Step Children's Ministry Conference on the 26th of February, 2022. I'm going to start by asking, um, are there any Blackburn Rovers fans here? I'm going to apologise to the Burnley contingent for being Blackburn-focused again, but you might enjoy this, so don't worry about it. Uh, Blackburn Rovers fans, uh, you've had a better day today, by the way. Uh, but, but, what happened on, but what happened on Wednesday night? What happened on Wednesday night, Blackburn Rovers? Burnley won. Burnley, Burnley, Burnley won Wednesday. I told you we were going to like this cat. Burnley won on Wednesday night. What happened at Blackburn Rovers? For those, for those that don't know what happened uh, on Wednesday night to Blackburn Rovers... Uh, they, they travelled all the way over the Pennines to play Sheffield United. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't start particularly well. Sheffield United were looking okay, but they, they, they held it together till half-time. Uh, and then, big moment, Sheffield United got a player sent off. So Blackburn are thinking, it's our game here. We've, we've, we've got this. Let's go for it. Then, then Blackburn got a penalty. Whoa, we're in. We're in. Up his step, surely 1-0 Blackburn. What happened? What happened? Missed it. Missed it. Missed the penalty. Okay, surely we can hold, hold out now. We'll take a draw, get, get back to Ewood. Uh, Nil-nil, 90th minute, ticks by. 92nd minute, Sheffield United down to 10 men. Get a corner. Corner comes in, surely you can clear this. One, one last kick. Get it out. Forces Sheffield United, slams it in the back of the net. Blackburn lost 1-0 in the last minute to 10 men. How does that feel as a Blackburn fan? It's like it's deflating and upsetting. It's quite, oh, it's quite annoying. Um, have we got any Sheffield United fans in the room? Oh, mate, oh, yeah, I forgot. How did it feel for a Sheffield United fan? It was amazing. Best night forever. That's got nothing to do with today at all. I just wanted to... No. <laughs> our feelings, our feelings are so important because for Blackburn fans on that night, for Sheffield United fans on that night, we felt like we did because we feel a sense of belonging to something. Blackburn fans felt they belonged to Blackburn Rovers. I felt I belonged to Sheffield United. And what happened... 100 miles away with 22 people I've never met and never will met and actually was really important because we felt a sense of belonging to a group of people that were doing something. A few weeks ago, I was, uh, I was at my own church and we were running a youth event there uh, and there were 50 young people and I love young people and I've done youth work for quite a number of years and we had, a, we had 50 young people in the church and um, and we were doing some worship with them. And it was the youth band from, from our church. They were, they'd started some worship. Um, and they were, they're just a beautiful, beautiful group of young people, uh, really praising God and worshipping. And, and what do you think these 50 young people were doing? It was like a year eight disco at school. <laughs> They were running around, flicking hats off each other, having a little drink in the corner, uh, Coca-Cola, whatever it was, <laughs> having a little drink in the corner, 
there was some like worship stuff going on over there, perhaps if you were, and they were like, it was all a little bit chaotic and disco-y and like, oh, what was happening? And I'm like stood there at the back thinking, you know what? I don't know how comfortable I feel about this. We're in a church building, there's worship going on, and there's like most of the people here aren't really engaging with it, don't seem to be that bothered about it, are like more interested in messing around with their friends. And I'm thinking, mm, I just I just didn't know what I felt about it. Anyway, so the night progressed, and uh, and we, we the, the kind of the group had built up a bit of a relationship with these young people, and it came to a talk, and someone did a really uh, powerful testimony of their life and how God had spoken into their life, and uh, and those fifty young people sat down, and you could hear a pin drop for fifteen minutes, and I'm thinking okay, that's something. And then we said, right, we're going to break into some small groups and you're just going to have a chat about, about what you think about that, what you've heard about that person's experience of God in their lives. And these are unchurched young people. I'm thinking, mm, how, how is this going to go? 15 minutes later, those young people are still in their groups, still talking about God, about what it meant for what it means for them, what questions they've got, um, how it related to that person's life. And then we said, right, we're just going to play. And so the worship group got back up and just, uh, we're just going to play some reflective songs just for you to sit and think about, um, about what all that means, what life means, what, what a relationship with God means. Where are you with that? And, uh, and for five minutes, we had those 50 young people who uh, half an hour ago had been running around like a year eight disco lying in a church with worship just flooding over them, just being in the presence. And I thought at that point, it would have been so easy for like for church leaders, for youth leaders, to say at the, that point of worship where they're all running around, look, we're not doing this, you're not behaving properly, this is not what it's about. But actually, because they didn't, they, they, those, those children, those young people, felt as though they were in a safe space, they felt as though they belonged to that group. They trusted those leaders. They, they trusted themselves in that space. And because of that, there, there was then an experience. And there was an experience of what God was. There was an ability to listen to a message about what God was and what God could be in their life. And it just reminded me uh, of something I heard about 20 years ago. And, and I don't know if it's even relevant in youth work anymore. But where um, about 20 years ago, somebody said to me, the three most important things for young people is to belong and then to believe and then to behave. And we're so critical at going in. You've got to behave. If you want to belong to this group, you've got to behave. And it's like, you know what? If we make them behave all the time, they're never going to feel as though they belong and we've heard so much today about what it actually means to belong. Um, Becky mentioned something earlier, that, that um, the church can't compete. We heard that said, we can't compete with all these groups. We can't compete with all these really expensive organizations and all these activities. But I'm thinking, surely the one thing we can compete with is a sense of belonging. If the church isn't here to create a sense of belonging, then what is it here for? 
You don't, um, you don't have to go very far into the Bible here. I mean, you can start John 3.16, the verse that probably, if anyone knows any verse in the Bible, they know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. The church is all about a sense of belonging and being able to create communities of belonging. And we've heard, uh, we've heard throughout today the challenges of that, and particularly the challenges in the context that we are now working in. And that's whether that's toddler groups or whether that is youth groups. Trauma, um, isolation, the whole issue of the pandemic and people coming out of the pandemic, it's been such an isolating time for people. And we're saying as a church, actually, we don't want you to be isolated. All we want, what we want you to do, is to feel as though you belong to something. So toddler groups, so youth groups, actually just come and belong. So I took the, the phrase that, um, that, that Becky quoted from Gavin Calver. If you want to change the world, start a youth group. If you want to change the world, start a toddler group. If you want to change the world, start a group that people can belong to. Whether they're parents, whether they're young people, whether they're children, whoever they are, if you want to change the world, create a space, create something that people want to belong to and feel connected to. And you'll have to work out in your own context what it actually means to belong. What are the challenges that people have to belong? We've seen some of the videos that have been shown, people speaking passionately about their own lives, being really honest and open about how life has been for them over the last few years. What does it mean for us to create something that they can belong to? And if we belong, then there's a sense of togetherness. There's a sense of community. And as Rachel said earlier, we work out who we are in community. We work out who we are, we work out what we believe, and then we work out how to behave. And that's the journey. That's the journey that we're talking about. That's the journey that starts with belonging. And for me, going back to the title of the conference, step by step, I see those steps as a sense of belonging to a sense of believing, to a sense of behaving. Um, change is a part of life. It is. And actually, going on that journey, going step by step, is a change. But change can be positive. And what I encourage you to do, what I encourage us all to do, is to be part of that change to be part of something that changes people's lives, that brings into their life a sense of belonging, but brings into their life something of the hope, love, grace, mercy of Jesus. Because the church has got something to offer. It's got something to offer for everyone. And we are called to be the people that bring that into our communities. You are all doing a terrific job. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for sharing who you are and what you do. And before I finish, I'm just going to pray, if that's okay.
Father God, I just thank you that we can gather here in person today. I thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. I thank you that you are the maker and sustainer of the world and that you love each one of us and you love each one of our children, each one of our young people, each one of those that live in communities with us. Father, give us the courage, give us the wisdom to bring people together, to be able to demonstrate your love, to speak your love, to be your love in our communities, that we may do something to bring your kingdom to this earth and change lives as we do that. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope that you've enjoyed this talk. For video versions of this talk, visit our YouTube channel, Train, Equip, Inspire. Or for more training and resources, you can visit our website, bd education.org.uk